Thanks for downloading this podcast from Scarborough Borough Council. My name is Carl Gavigan. This is one of two special recordings about the Armed Forces Day National Event, which takes place in Scarborough on Saturday the 25th of June. I'm recording this podcast on Monday the 20th of June because today is the day when the celebrations for Armed Forces Day formally got underway. Coming up, we'll hear from the Royal Navy Chief in overall command of the event, our own Armed Forces Champion, and an Army veteran on what he's looking forward to. We'll also find out more about what is happening this week. Let's start with the news of what's been happening today. Three flag raising ceremonies took place in Filey, Whitby and Scarborough this morning, involving current and ex-servicemen and women, cadets and children. It marks the beginning of what really is Armed Forces Day week. My colleague Andy is here now with a roundup of what happened. Thanks, Carl. That's right. On Monday morning, there was a special delivery of the Armed Forces Day Show Your Support flags to Scarborough's Victoria Gardens, and it arrived via sea, land and air. The mine countermeasure vessel HMS Brocklesby transported one of the flags to the town's South Bay, and it was brought ashore by Royal Navy divers. From there, it was collected by Scarborough Sea Cadets and delivered to the gardens next to Town Hall, accepted by the Mayor of the Borough of Scarborough before being taken to the roof of the building and raised on the flagpole. In Whitby, meanwhile, there was a British Army-led flag-raising event on the quayside at Dock End. The Force Atlantic rowing team on board their Talisker Whiskey Atlantic Challenger yacht formed a flotilla into the harbour, came alongside the town's RNLI lifeboat and there were other boats on scene as well. Two army vehicles were present following their journey from the Defence School of Transport at Leckenfield via Runswick Bay and Sands End. And as part of a community project managed by Animated Objects Theatre Company in support of the national event, School children from two local schools took part in a parade from Panet Park, led by a formation of model Red Arrows. And Filey hosted a Royal Air Force-led flag-raising ceremony in Crescent Gardens. It was followed by a fly-past by an aircraft from the Joint Hawk Squadron based at RAF Leeming, known as 11 Squadron Qatari Amiri Air Force, the QEAF. And you can see pictures from all three flag-raising ceremonies online and on our social media channels. Thanks, Andy. He'll be back later with a roundup of what is happening this week in terms of Armed Forces Day activity you might want to watch. Bringing the national event to our borough, and Scarborough in particular, has been three years in the making. It was originally supposed to take place in 2020, but was cancelled because of COVID-19, and it was postponed again last year as the pandemic meant ongoing restrictions. The senior military leader in charge of the Armed Forces Day national event in Scarborough is predicting this coming week and Saturday will be fantastic. Yorkshireman Commodore Phil Waterhouse is the lead planner for the Royal Navy, which has responsibility for the event this year. He admits those two false starts have been frustrating. The Commodore says Scarborough's coastal location means he has greater scope for showing off some of the Navy's hardware. More on that later. Andy spoke to Commodore Waterhouse and began by asking him whether he was feeling the pressure as the Armed Forces Day national event approached. Yes and no. I mean, I've got a fantastic team around me and the, the Armed Forces are known for their meticulous planning and, and execution of of the task. Um, I've also had the benefit of thinking about this for three years now, of course, because uh, pre-pandemic uh, Scarborough was awarded the national event, which is a, a huge honour in its own right. And, you know, these these accolades 
such as running the National Day aren't given out lightly and, and well done Scarborough and the surrounding area for, for both bidding for and winning um, the National Day. Um, but it really has been from, from minute one, as soon as we found out, it's been a collective effort between Scarborough Borough Council, um, the Royal Navy is the lead service uh, but also the other two services and of course everybody else that's been involved uh, scarborough always has a very very good armed forces day and in in fact it's been one of the things i've been very careful not to do is to come in as the the mighty royal navy the british army and the royal air force and say this year we're doing it this way um because you know we we move along and 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 we hope that scarborough picks up and delivers to the manner in which they do from next year onwards as well. 2022, of course, is a massive year for the military, not least because of the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. So what's it like to actually plan something like this? I know it's not on the scale of the Platinum Jubilee, but it's pretty big in its own right. If we gave you, for instance, a blank sheet of paper to start off, what's what's the first thing that gets written down? Uh, do it well and do it for the people that we're, we're doing it for. Uh, you're absolutely right, Queen's Platinum Jubilee, but also um, Falklands 40 uh, commemorations as well. And and this year, with the Royal Navy is the lead organisation for the Tinwald opening over in the Isle of Man, so it's a busy time for us in the regional command. Um, I, I think Armed Forces Day National is, is, is it's such a celebration of what the Armed Forces deliver, but also what, what we do more broadly. So the first thing I write down and the thing that I continually remind my excellent team is that we're here to celebrate and commemorate the breadth of the Armed Forces family. And that's everyone from regulars, clearly, uh, but also reservists, our wonderful cadets. You know, we've got something in the region of 10,000 cadets just in the in the local region of various types, Army cadets, Sea cadets, CCF. Um, but also our veterans. We, we must, must make sure that our veterans are involved. But the thing that, um, as somebody who's been in the Navy for 40 years this year that I think is really important about the Covenant and Armed Forces Day is that we, we celebrate and, and thank our families as much as we celebrate and thank the regular and reserve personnel. As you referenced there, of course, Armed Forces Day national event in Scarborough has been three years in the making because of the COVID pandemic. Has that been frustrating for you or do you think it's actually given you the opportunity to review those plans for a, a second and a third time? Um, I think very much the latter. I think our, our day uh, on the 25th, but more so the week, and uh, uh, if it's allowed us anything, it's allowed us to broaden Armed Forces Day into an Armed Forces Week, where we, we, we look at the entirety of that family that I've just talked about and do different things on different days. Um, so, so the day itself will run on, on rails, pretty much. Lots of flying displays, lots of um, sea displays, lots of... Um, third sector and um, uh, and, and charitable organisations demonstrating what they do in support of, of the the, um, the armed forces and their families. Um, but I think what what it has allowed us to do is to spread that out, and we've got lots of STEM activities. Um, Scarborough being fantastic with the local schools and colleges in in coming up with you know themes for education. Um, and and whilst I'm not saying that that wouldn't normally go on, I think. Um, the, the team at Scarborough Borough Council and, and, and the local uh, local uh, authorities, if you like, have, have really pulled out the stops this year. 
We are really looking forward to hosting the Armed Forces Day national event in our borough and, of course, the individual towns of Whitby, Filey and Scarborough. And we're really looking forward to welcoming you and members of the Armed Forces family to the Yorkshire coast in June. Is our excitement shared by you and your colleagues? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, Scarborough itself hasn't got a... um, a, a, a huge footprint of service personnel anymore, not not least since the uh, the local uh, Armoury Reserve moved out um, a number of years ago. Um, but the region has, um, and and lots of uh, lots of military and naval units in in the vicinity, and and we're just delighted to have the opportunity to demonstrate what we can do and support to the families and to the regulars and the reserves and the cadet forces and and the veterans on our own patch if you like um and so um it's not just the yorkshireman in me but it's the northerner in me that's delighted that we're doing it and doing it here in scarborough Yorkshire, of course, in its widest sense, has uh, a long history with the military and many connections with the military as well. So do you think this year Armed Forces Day national event is likely to be more special because it's in Yorkshire and on the Yorkshire coast? Well, I mean, as a Yorkshireman, it's bound to be special for me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm delighted that we're, we're having it there. I mean, it's a, it's become a symbiotic um, relationship, really, with with Scarborough this time, with it being a navy leader and with it being um, on, on the coast. We've got the opportunity to demonstrate what the Royal Navy is doing um, and what the the modern Royal Navy is. Um, which, which we wouldn't have or didn't have in Guildford, for example, and, and wouldn't have in Stirling, uh, or certainly not to the extent that we can put a, a destroyer and, and, and a Royal Fleet Auxiliary in the bay and have them as a backdrop to the activities that we're doing. Um, so it, it's, a perf- it's a perfect world for me of not only is it in Scarborough, not only is it in Yorkshire, but it's, it's maritime Yorkshire and it's a Royal Navy's lead. You mentioned earlier on, of course, that this year is the 40th anniversary of the Falklands War. Do you think that means this year's Armed Forces Day national event has even greater focus, perhaps? I think so. But if if you, just the lightest bit of reading into history demonstrates, I think there was only one year, I think it was 1963 or something like that, where, where the, the British forces weren't involved in some sort of of, of, of war or um, conflict uh, or peacekeeping. So I think every year is a commemoration. So, um, yeah, really, really important. And you're absolutely right. You know, there's a generation of us who see the Falklands as the last maritime war. Um, and, and, and it's um, fortunate for us that it's a Royal Navy lead and we can com- commemorate it in that way. But we, we, we commemorate and thank everyone who, who serves you mentioned earlier the issue of the Armed Forces Covenant. We are a silver holder of that here at the Council. Why do you think it's important that companies are engaged in that covenant and are part of that process? Well, I think, um, and I use this expression quite a lot, um, N- Napoleon used to say he could get a soldier to do anything for him as long as he gave them a medal. Um, I think we in the UK, we focus more on as long as we've got the support of the populace, um, and the support of the people in in the home base. Um, that that's our medal, if you like. Medals are important, but but actually our the, the recognition of the support of the populace is important, and that's what the Armed Forces Covenant is. And I think for the first ten years or so of it, it, it being voluntary, 
and local authorities and companies signing up to it voluntarily um and and the um imposition of it if you like um being because they want to support the armed forces and their family makes it even more powerful than if it were compulsory Finally, Phil, and I'm not angling here for some kind of exclusive or secret information, but is there anything you can tell our listeners that uh, will excite them about what's coming? You've mentioned a destroyer and other Navy assets. Is there anything else in the pipeline that um, perhaps you could just tease us with? You certainly won't be bored on the day. Um, uh, I have to add the caveat clearly that um, all our activities, all our flying displays and all our maritime displays are subject to um, operational requirements. So I wouldn't wish to say we're going to do this, that or the other, um, because we might even even now we might have to swap them around and and uh, uh, because it's made a mess of our meticulous military planning. Um, but um, there, there will be a huge amount to do, a huge amount to see. And, and it will really be going on from 10 o'clock in the morning all the way through to 1800 at night. And then uh, we've also got a few things like military bands um, playing and doing concerts um, outside of those times. So first of all, I'd say see it as a week of activity. Uh, and then on the 25th, lots of um, lots of uh, whiz bangs, crashes, flags flying, bands playing, uh, and a fantastic day to celebrate the armed forces. That was Commodore Phil Waterhouse from the Royal Navy. Someone else who shares the excitement for the Armed Forces Day national event coming to Scarborough is our very own councillor Tony Randerson. He's the council's Armed Forces champion, who has been the driving force behind bringing the event to the Yorkshire coast. I asked him what it will mean for our borough. And the town. It'll be a, an absolutely fantastic boost to the town, especially after a, a, a terrible, terrible two or three years we've had with the pandemic. Uh, this will be the third time of asking to get the Armed Forces, National Armed Forces Day uh, underway. And personally, I can't wait, and I'm sure the rest of the, uh, the borough can't wait for it. Not just Scarborough, but it's the whole all of the, uh, the borough of Scarborough. Well, that's a good point. What can the rest of the borough expect from Armed Forces Day? Well, we're hoping uh, on the uh, lead up to the, the day in question, uh, that uh, events will be taking place, some events will be taking place in, in both Farley and Whitby, because we certainly don't want to leave the, our other seaside towns out of it. But the main focus is on Scarborough. You're the Council's Armed Forces champion. Can you just explain a little bit of what that entails? Yeah, and this is it's vitally important, this, because I keep on saying it's not just about one day that we look after our Armed Forces veterans, because that's the, that's the role of the Armed Forces champion. It's ensuring our veterans that they uh, are well looked after, uh, helped and assisted as much as possible during the course of the year, not just one day, 365 days of the year. Uh, it's, it's my role to help and assist them as much as, as, much as I possibly can. Uh, Scarborough has signed up to the uh, Armed Forces co uh, Covenant. I think we're at Silver Award, if my memory serves me correct, which is brilliant. It is about 365 days a year, not just this one event. As brilliant an event it's going to be, it's not just about that one day. So what would you like the legacy to be to Scarborough and the borough from hosting this event? I think the, le the legacy's got to be the enjoyment that people have got or, or will have had, not just uh, the visitors, but the locals. A lot of people are asking me about the Armed Forces Day. It's, it's fixed in their minds. They're looking forward. We're going to be attracting thousands upon thousands upon thousands of visitors through to Scarborough. The, the effect it's going to have on the local economy is going to be massive. And I'm sure all the hoteliers, the, the, the landlords, uh, etc., are really looking forward to boosting their takings. That was Councillor Tony Randerson, our Armed Forces Champion. 
Paul Arnold is a former soldier who now lives in Scarborough. He served 14 years in the Royal Logistics Corps, with postings both at home and abroad, including a long stint in Germany. He's being supported by the First Light Trust, based in Scarborough. It's a charity which helps ex-service men and women, and those leaving the Blue Light Emergency Services, to adjust to life as a civilian. Gabrielle Janzio went to meet him. I'm really, really looking forward to it. What a wonderful, fantastic idea it's going to be, and a wonderful event. All that planning and preparation, most wonderful. When we saw, and the disappointment we saw when it was cancelled the previous years, and then with the joy we found when uh, it was known that it was going to be back on again. But on the day, there'll be a wonderful opportunity even to make new friends and experience new things, perhaps talk to some of the military people. And how would you think you you'll feel on that day, um, being back amongst um, people who you know are both veterans and also current serving personnel? And you know, I'm sure there'll be that, that pride there for you on the day. There's always that uh, wonderful sense of togetherness when I see people in uniform and see veterans and people serving, knowing that, yes, that I was once serving like they are. And it's always encouraging to see them all. And also, how vastly important it is. That was Paul Arnold. We'll hear more from the First Light Trust in our second Armed Forces Day special podcast, which we will publish on Friday, that's the 24th of June. Let's quickly remind you that you're listening to a special podcast from Scarborough Borough Council all about the Armed Forces Day national event. For more information about all our podcasts, visit scarborough.gov.uk forward slash podcasts. Andy is back with me now. Because as Tony mentioned earlier on, there are events taking place across the borough all this week as part of Armed Forces Day. Andy, tell us more. Thanks, Carl. Well, today, Tuesday the 21st of June, there is a children's parade in Filey. It takes place from 1.30pm to 2pm on Filey Seafront. Tomorrow, Wednesday the 22nd, is Reserves Day, when the contribution of the men and women who give up their time to support their colleagues in the regulars is remembered. Events to mark that day are taking place across the country. On Thursday, the focus is back in Scarborough with a children's parade from 10am to 10.45am in South Bay. The Animated Objects Theatre Company has been working with young people across the borough to bring all the children's parades alive. Lee Threadgold from the theatre told me more. It's been fantastic working with children across the entire borough. Over the last couple of months, uh, we've been working on all sorts of pieces to represent hundreds of years of military history, right the way back to the era of tall ships, uh, represented by the Royal Navy that you'll see later on in the week, to up-to-date vehicles such as the Foxhound and the the giant pallet-carrying army truck that we wanted to bring out today. Because we knew flag raising here in Whitby was the Army's event, we wanted to have several Army vehicles to represent those as well. We've also had... Going, looking back at 1914 to 1918, the First World War, that element of remembrance. Um, we've had Royal Naval Dazzle warships that we've had out today. And of course, our iconic Young People's Red Arrows at the front, who will be featuring in the other three parades as well. What's it been like working with school children across the borough for this event? They're really excited about it. I think there's often this perception that young people 
don't connect with or don't understand or don't necessarily get what Armed Forces Week is about uh, and remembrance. But actually what we've found is that they, they have a huge understanding of it. Um, there are lots of children who come from Forces families as well that people often forget about across the whole borough. And we often get kids coming up saying, yeah, my mum my or my dad are in the Navy, the Army, the Air Force, whatever that might be. Um, and they would really love this. Uh, we've had a couple of parents today come down who uh, are ex-services. So it's great to get that connection going with the kids. They're excited about building big vehicles, obviously that sort of thing really appeals to them. And as you'll have seen during the parade as well, they're all really keen to be waving their flags and showing their support as well. This has, of course, been three years in the making, um, frustrated by the pandemic and various lockdowns. What's it like to be finally seeing all this and, and your team's work in, in kind of action, I suppose? It's hugely exciting for all of us, as I think it is with everybody who's been working really hard behind the scenes on the Armed Forces Day national event. It doesn't just happen overnight. People often think, oh, yeah, OK, you could have done it this way, you could have done it that way. It takes months, in this case, years of preparation. We first started on building pieces for this in, uh, in mid-2019. So to now get those things out and to get the parades out, the sculptures out so that the public can see them, it's really exciting to share that work with others. And particularly for all of those thousands of people who are involved in making things for us as well, it's exciting for them to see their work and share it with others as well. That was Lee Threadgold from Animated Objects Theatre Company. Thursday, the 23rd of June, also sees the welcome return of the Naval Warfare recreation at 6 o'clock p.m. in Peaseholm Park. It also takes place at the same time, 6 p.m. on Monday as well. Friday, rather quiet in terms of Armed Forces Day activity, but of course the national event is on Saturday and there's a special church service at St Mary's in Scarborough at 10.30am on Sunday morning. Carl, back to you. Thanks for that, Andy. We'll hear from you again on Friday as we run down the programme for the actual Armed Forces Day national event. As well as local children, the Armed Forces Day national event will include members of the three cadet forces, representing the Army, Navy and the RAF. I was invited to watch some of the final preparations being carried out by Scarborough Sea Cadets. Here's Lieutenant Gareth Davies, Executive Officer at TS Scarborough. We've been involved since its inception. Um, it's a standout day in our calendar for the ship's company and there's nothing better than marching down the seafront of your hometown to the applause of all the crowd and actually to be doing it with the support of the military this year in full and the, the assets and everything that they're going to be bringing, I think it'll be something they'll remember for the rest of their lives. One of the big changes for us is that the parade is in the morning. It allows the cadets to then be dismissed from the parade and go down and see everything. And we've planned it within our programme that the cadets can go around and see all the displays, all the stands, hopefully see and witness all the air displays. Um, and I think, again, that will just add to everything. Um, I honestly think it's going to be a day to, you know, second to none for the town. I think everybody's been involved with it, is excited to eventually get to this point, allow it to happen, and hopefully just show everybody our respects to the armed forces on that day, but also show that the future is bright within the town, the youth of the town, not just the sea cadets, the army cadets, the air cadets, and all the other other people that are involved within this showing that you know we've got an amazing amazing group of youth within Scarborough and the surrounding areas and they can show off all their attributes on the day. Some of our cadets that have been here and done Armed Forces Day but because of the gap there's a lot that haven't 
and I don't think they actually ex- know what to expect. So the younger cadets, it will be, and I think on the day, it'll be excitement and nerves, as most things can be at that point when they're, when they're going out into the public eye. But they're putting their effort in now, and I think they'll look forward to showing off to the mums and dads, to the town of Scarborough, and all the, all the visitors that come, and hopefully um, they should clearly put sea cadets and TA Scarborough um, you know, in the forefront um, when we're marching down the foreshore on that day. That was Lieutenant Gareth Davies, Executive Officer at TS Scarborough. We're almost at the end of this special podcast, but before I go, I'd like to remind you, our lovely listener, that the Armed Forces Day National Event in Scarborough would not be possible without support. In fact, more than 30 organisations are helping us to bring you this spectacle. Here's our voiceover man to tell you more. We are grateful to platinum sponsor Tesco, Gold Sponsors, NatWest Group, and its subsidiary Holtz Military Banking, and the Royal Naffy. Our silver sponsors are Babcock, BAE Systems, Balfour Beatty, McCain Foods, the Royal British Legion, and Taylor Wimpy. Our media partners are British Forces Broadcasting, Pathfinder International Magazine, and Greatest Hits Radio on the Yorkshire Coast. We also appreciate the generosity of a range of business supporters, official partners, suppliers and our partner charity, the Forces Employment Charity, the RFEA. That's it for this first of two special podcasts about Armed Forces Day and the national event being held in Scarborough. We'll publish our next podcast on Friday, which means we'll be able to preview in detail what's happening on Saturday. Andy will be here to talk us through that. We'll also hear from the RAF team who'll be flinging themselves out of a plane at 5,000 feet just for our entertainment. You'll learn more about an exclusively labelled bottle of beer and meet our colleague who has lived, breathed and slept this event for the last three years. In the meantime, thanks for downloading or streaming this podcast from Scarborough Borough Council. From me, Carl, goodbye. For more news and information about the services we provide, visit scarborough.gov.uk. Thank you.